moss. More moss to the people, yeah. More moss. More moss to the people, yeah. More moss. More moss to the people. Hi, this is Asa Nilsson, and you're listening to More Moss to the People, where each week we're going to be talking about slowing down, even hurling ourselves off of the Ferris wheel of the production-first mentality and choosing to live a courageous life based on our own needs first and daring to be different in a world where sameness is encouraged more highly than living a life of authenticity. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome back to More Moss to the People. This is Asa Nilsson, your host. Today, I am joined by Yvonne Chung in Oregon. Is that right? I'm in California now. California. Okay. Mm -hmm. I didn't actually ever ask you where you lived. I knew you were definitely on the Pacific side because of the time difference. But this is West Coast girl. West Coast girl. (laughs) Okay. Well, I'm in Sweden. So we are nine, eight hours apart right now because we haven't done our time change yet. So. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm so excited because I don't know you. I really don't have like really any background with you, but you know, this is the beauty of the internet where I know somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody. And I had put out a request saying, I would love to talk to somebody about human design, but because I care so much about relationship, I had to make sure who you were first. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I had to feel you like, what's she like? What does she stand for? What is she a stand for in the world, right? And I loved you instantly. You know, I <laughs> fell in love with you within the first second. I was like, oh, yeah, yep, this is going to be just fine. So, you know, from from knowing you from nothing to now here we are today, I want to say thank here you. Here we are. Oh, thank you so yeah. much. It's such a such a pleasure to be here and happy to just like have fun conversation yeah. about human design. Oh God, it's such a beautiful topic <laughs> and it's so interesting and I really, I know so little about it because like I mentioned to you before, I had um, had a human design reading a while back, but it was really hard for me. It was like way over my head and Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. which, you know, was, uh, it was helpful, I guess a little bit, but it was too much. It was just too much. And so when I, when I was listening to your free masterclass that you have on your website, which was amazing, amazing. It was so well put together and it was so clear and so concise and so informative that I was like, okay, now this is something that I can understand. And so that's why I had to get my girl on (laughs) here today. Um, Tell us, please tell, tell who's ever listening right now um, about yourself. Who are you? Well, I'm Yvonne. I am a child of immigrants. I am a Korean American. I am a coach, deconditioning expert, dream architect, Mm. and a practical mystic. Mm -hmm. Um, I work 
primarily primarily mostly with women of color and children of immigrants to help them kind of decondition all the bullshit, <laughs> all of the shoulds, all of the expectations, oh and master their energy and really come home to their home frequency, come back home to themselves so that they can live a life of authenticity, fulfillment, mm -hmm. and ease. Like mm -hmm. life does not have to always feel like we're fucking swimming upstream. No. It really does not. Oh my gosh, you know? I've done that for 55 years. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I'm learning. I am learning that, gosh, can I just allow, just allow life to be easy and surrender. And I want to, I think it's, um, I love that you want to serve that 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 sent that part of uh humanity everyone is well served yeah. by yeah. this uh this um system um now when you and i had our first introductory conversation where we just chatted and got to know each other a little bit you know part of my uh the the purpose of this movement is i love meeting people that dare to show up for themselves in their own lives and dare to be different in a world where God, it'd be so much easier just to be like everybody else because mm. of the the friction or the family. Like mm. I'm not living up oh. to oh, I just got chills. <gasps> living up to the expectations or, you know, I'm an embarrassment to the family because they don't even understand mm -hmm. what I'm doing. And I just, I mean, I oh, connected Lord. so deeply with you. <laughs> You're speaking uh, to my soul right now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I just, I keep, I have the full body chills. So I know mm, that this is something it. super important and yeah. that you're daring to do this, that you dare to have the conversation, even when maybe it would be easier not to, that's freedom. And yes. I mean, let's talk about human design. What, what? How did you find it? How did you discover human design in your oh, life? Oh man, human design found me. And <laughs> I always like to believe that human design finds people at like the right time in their lives, like when they can use it, when they can really kind of access the wisdom that it has to support them with wherever they are in their lives. And I was, so I had quit my corporate job to travel the world back in 2017. And I believe it was 2018 that I was in South America. I was volunteering at a plant medicine center in Peru. And as we were just like hanging out, sitting in the living room, one of the other volunteers like burst through the door, <laughs> super excited with a stack of papers that he photo, he like drew blank human design charts and photocopied them <laughs> at the nearby convenience store, brought a bunch of markers and coloring pencils. He walks through the door. He's like, have you guys heard about human design? <laughs> We're like looking at him like, uh, no, but you seem really excited. Tell yeah. us more. Uh -huh. um, and so he shared it with us and we ran our charts that night and filled in our little charts with markers and coloring pencils. And then he had sent me a book. I think it was one of Karen Curry's books. And I stayed up until like 3 a.m. that night in bed, just reading this book from fucking cover to cover. I was wow. just like, my mind was absolutely blown. And I've been like, like a personal development, like personality mm. test kind mm -hmm. of junkie for like, oh. I don't know, I studied psychology and anthropology in college. So I've been like, you know, it's been a part of my life for a long time, but I had never felt more seen by a system mm. than by human design. I was just like, everything clicked. And I was like, holy fucking <laughs> shit. <laughs> what the fuck 
Oh my gosh. So it just like, it just opened your world just went click, 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 click. Yeah, and it was like, everything oh my God, I just got chills place. again. All right. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> and I only I get love chills it. when I'm telling the truth. I love it. Yes. It's truth just, bumps. That's what I call them. Truth bumps. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. That's so good. Yes. Oh, wow. Okay. So 2018, your world changed forever. And yeah. because, I mean, for anyone that will take a moment and listen to your, go to your website, go to your stuff and listen to you. I mean, when you are doing this, you are on fire. It is like, you can, you can feel the connectedness to, you are so in the flow of your mm. life in that moment. And you're an excellent teacher, which, mm, right. You. That's, that's the point, right? I mean, like, what's the point of knowing all this and then not teaching it to anybody <laughs> else? Like, no, 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 that's. That's yeah. no good. There's there's no reason yeah. for that. But okay, it's definitely so like deeply intuitive at mm-hmm. this point. And like it there's a point that I feel with anybody who is learning something, a skill, a trade, or whatever, where it's like we have to engage the intellect to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. But after that, we create the scaffolding with the intellect, mm-hmm. and then the intuition comes in to fill in the rest, to color it in, mm-hmm. and we surrender the intellect to the intuition at some point. And that's mm-hmm. where our own unique essence can come in and infuse mm-hmm. with that craft. And that's kind of like the the point that I feel I've been able to meet this system at is it's become deeply intuitive. And like when I'm doing readings or sharing the system or teaching. I like black out. I like don't even know what I said. And like, I'm just like straight up channeling at that point. Mm -hmm. And I feel this like tube of energy through the crown of my head. That's just like tingling when I like come out of it. I'm like, whoa, (laughs) what happened? Was it okay? (laughs) Yeah. Did I say everything okay? Did it come out okay? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's powerful. That is really powerful and beautiful. Mm -hmm. And that is, uh, it is a gift that you have been given. Uh, And I mean, then of course there's the the understanding all sides of ourselves. You know, some people say, if it's a gift, it's also a curse. It's the black, it's the white, it's the light, it's a shadow. Um, So for, for human design, then for somebody who is like complete novice, that doesn't know anything about human design. What, like, what is it? Like, how do you use it? So I will usually tell people it's kind of like astrology on steroids, right? (laughs) It is basically like your operating manual for your energetic anatomy. It's like we all come here imprinted with like our energetic fingerprint. Mm -hmm. And that fingerprint tells us like how our energy operates best, most optimally, right? How to stop swimming upstream and Mm -hmm. start flowing with your river. Human design teaches you how to work with your energy mm. instead of against your energy. And that is like the simplest way that I could put it. it it's like your operating manual mm. for experiencing less friction and more ease in life. I need some of that. <laughs> I mean, who does not? Because right. I mean, if we can have any kind of insight into ourselves instead of like always trying to have to figure everything out by ourselves, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It's like like the birth charts, the um, the astrological birth charts. I mean, to to see an actual human design chart of your yourself. What does a person need to have in order to get a human design chart created for yeah, themselves? You'll need your birth time, your birth date, and your birth location. And with mm-hmm. the time, just as accurate as you can get. 
Um, You could get by with like a semi-accurate one, but there are just deeper layers of the chart, like more nuances that that are a bit more specific to time, right? Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. date, time, and location. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. So what what then happens to people who maybe adopted that have no clue, that do not have any idea? Could they get some information? If they know their birth date and location, we could maybe work with that and try different times throughout the day to see if there are any big changes or not. Uh Um, Sometimes there are changes by the minute. Sometimes there are changes by like eight hours. So Um, When I have people that are unsure of their birth times, like I'll go in and try a bunch of different ones. Mm -hmm. Um, And just kind of like, as I mentioned, like this has become intuitive to me to like the point where I can usually guess people's type and profile with like 80% accuracy just by engaging with them. And so like (laughs) based on that, I'll be able to kind of hone in on what their type might be, but we may not be able to go into deeper layers like their profile and things like that, but their type we could probably we could probably scrape something together there. Right. Yeah. Get a general <laughs> idea. Now, how many types yeah. are there? There are uh in like the common discourse, there are five types, but actually okay. there are four. So there's manifestors, generators, manifesting generators, projectors, and reflectors. But the reason why I say there are four is because manifesting generators are actually generators, but they're a subtype of generators. But those are kind of the the five groups that you'll hear a lot about Mm -hmm. all over the internet and stuff. Okay. Because um, I am a manifesting generator. Mm -hmm. And you were, what was the one that you were? Projector. I'm a projector. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Projector. Easy for me to say. (laughs) Um, All right. So there are, there's something called the big three for like, what would, what would somebody like, if they don't want to get like into a whole deep, deep dive, because there is so much information, like you said, it is like uh, astrology on steroids. And if you have ever seen anything with astrology, then you already know that that's already something really humongous to get into. So if there's a top three or the big three, what would those be that somebody could maybe start off with understanding about themselves? Ooh, I can't hear you. I was muted. Um, <laughs> type, strategy, and authority. I would type. say like, if you're first starting, don't go any deeper than that because okay. your type, your strategy, and your authority, those are the human design big three. And those are the your access point into your human design, into understanding how to unlock ease in your life. Every other thing that's a part of the human design system is not going to do shit for you if you don't understand those top three. So it's like, that's really where the focus is. Uh All right. So Mm -hmm. the types were the five that you just mentioned before. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then strategy, what would that be? Like, what does that mean? So the strategy has to do with what type you are. And your strategy is basically how you minimize friction on your path. It's Mm. what I like to say is like your strategy is how you protect your energy and how you minimize friction on your path, ensuring that you're only engaging with people and opportunities that are actually in resonance and alignment with you and your path and your Mm. highest path, your highest purpose. And so For example, for you, well, you're a manifesting generator. So your strategy is actually two-part because you're generator with manifestor qualities. And that is wait to respond. That means generator types, like generators and manifesting generators, you guys are not here to chase anything. You guys are magnetic by nature. There is nothing that you need to chase. And we're conditioned in this culture, like 
Nike, just do it, you know, go right. get it, go get your dream. And the thing is, is if you're magnetic by nature, everything that's correct for you is already on its way. But if you're busy mm. running around chasing some other shit without even knowing if it's mm. correct for you, but this other thing is like already on its way, mm. how is it going to catch up to you if you're busy chasing something else that you don't mm. even know is correct mm. for you or not, right? <laughs> so you're minimizing friction and you're protecting your energy because if you're chasing something that's not correct for you, you're wasting your energy and your life force. Mm. But if you're chilling, and you're trusting in your magnetism, waiting to respond, waiting for something to show up in your field so that your body has something to respond to, to tell you yes or no, right? Then you you know when that thing shows up, like you're not wasting your life force. You get to decide when it shows up, do I engage my life force or do I not? Instead of burning that life force energy, chasing, chasing other bullshit. Mm-hmm. right chasing, chasing this pushing 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 yeah, chasing this like conditioned goal or this conditioned expectation that somebody else put on you or whatever right mm. um so your strategy the first part for you would be wait wait to respond wait to see what shows up in your field and trusting that your magnetism is bringing everything that's correct for you already to you right that's that's so hard for the i know the, the controller thought that i am uh, or was I'm working on that? I'm really, I really am working <laughs> on trying to just to accept and to allow and to um, to know that you know when when you're you're doing things all the time, you're doing what you think is right, and uh, but there's a different energy in pushing. There's a there's a very mm-hmm. different mm-hmm. energetic uh, around like in the body, like how it feels so constricted. It doesn't feel mm-hmm. like it's expansive at all when you're just pushing. Right. And trying so hard to make something fit. And right. I have spent so many years of my life doing that. And now at this moment, when I get to sit with beautiful people like you, and I mean, to, to get your heart and listen to your heart and share my heart, I'm like, you kidding me? This is like, it's a dream come true. I get chills thinking about how lucky <laughs> I am to be mm. able to be here and how everything has led to this moment now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I know that. You, you say that we have to follow the breadcrumbs, you know, like when you put something out there, like don't go chasing it now, don't go chasing it, allow the messages to come to kind of like to say, yep, or like something else will show up. They'll be like, yep, see, this is right. the right thing to do. This right, was, right. I'm going to share something with you. This probably means nothing to you, but I know that you were um, cat sitting. I saw on your Instagram uh-huh. that you were cat sitting and your cat that you were babysitting was Stevie. And my cat, whom I love the most in the whole wide world, may he rest in peace. His name was Steve. And I was like, (laughs) there it is. There's my breadcrumb. Love it. There's my breadcrumb. I need it. I need it to get the confirmation because Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, am I pushing? Am I trying too hard to get this person? I'm like, no, no. Right. But like, here's the thing is, how did I come into your field? Was it, it was through Joanne, Joanne Higa. Who right, is my okay. friend from the support system with Sherry Salata. She's in your um, right. marketing course so, program that you're taking. When I think of this in terms of your strategy, right? Your strategy is to first wait to respond. And then as the manifester part of you is then to, once you make the decision, it's to inform, letting people know what your course of action <laughs> is going to be. And so what happened was Joanne came into your field and she brought this me into your field Mm. that magnetized to you. And then your body was like, oh yeah. (laughs) Mm. And that made that decision. And then you went and informed me, you were like, Hey, I would like to do this with you. 
Mm-hmm. And me being a projector, my strategy is to wait for the invitation. And so you invited me into this engagement and I was like, yeah, this sounds great. Right. And so like, this is, this is like the flow. Right. And so Mm -hmm. it's like, when I am talking about strategy too, for me, for projectors out there, we're here to be, we're also not here to chase anything. Mm -hmm. We're here to wait, to be recognized and invited for the gifts that we offer. And Mm so We're not here to like fucking try to fucking (laughs) convert people or like, you know, share our advice willy nilly or like, you know, chase things and opportunities. Like we're here to just like kind of show up and do what we do and see Mm -hmm. what invitations come our way. Mm -hmm. And that's literally how I became a coach Mm -hmm. was through listening to the breadcrumbs of the invitations. But if I hadn't fully understood my design my strategy, I don't know that I would have recognized those breadcrumbs along the way, you know? Mm. Right. How many people could, it's, I mean, it's a, it's not, it's a simple thing, but not a simple thing to do to, to get this information. I mean, it's, this is knowledge. It's not, it's a, it's not the end all be all of anything. It's one other way that we can learn about ourselves on a deeper, more spiritual way. And to figure out how then we can share that on a deeper level with the collective. I mean, this is, it isn't only about us. I mean, yes, mm-hmm. we have to tend to self first. Of course, we have to, because if we do not tend to self, we cannot tend to others. So when we understand, when we use these beautiful tools like the human design and we use the Enneagram or tarot or astrology or I mean, all these beautiful things, they're here to help us understand ourselves better. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I I really firmly believe like when you're first exploring human design, it teaches you so much about yourself, Mm -hmm. but it really is about teaching you about yourself in the context of the collective. And as you get into these deeper layers, it's like, I like to think of them as like the micro and the macro layers of the human design system. The micro is like your type, your strategy, authority. How do you unlock ease? How do you tap into your energetic anatomy? Then you zoom out and you're like, okay, now how does my energetic anatomy fit into the collective? What does that look like in terms of the the whole fabric of human collective consciousness and the evolution of human consciousness as we, because evolution hasn't fucking stopped, guys. We're still evolving, right? I, well, and, I hope so anyway. <laughs> yeah, I hope we're Fingers not crossed. crossed. Yeah. Hopefully God we're not like, devolving, right? Yeah. <laughs> but it yes. really, like, once you get to these, like, I call them also the dharmic layers of human design, where it's like, you uncover these layers of understanding how your life's path, your energetic anatomy really fits into this beautiful system, this whole that is moving towards this evolution of collective consciousness. And it's so beautiful. Like Mm -hmm. I love playing around in those layers because it's such a beautiful, when I share these layers with people, they always just say like, this is such a beautiful homecoming of like, Mm -hmm. um, of just understanding a little bit more deeply and more on a soul level, like your place in the universe, which is so comforting Mm. and so Mm. beautiful at the same time. And we all have a place, right? We do. Absolutely. On a cosmic level, yes, we all have a place in the universe, but we also have a place at the table, right? If we're Mm. bringing it down to the micro Mm -hmm. where every single person has the right to be here, we're all Mm -hmm. created the same to be beautiful, beautiful, and to share and to share our gifts and to understand our gifts 
and that we're all yeah. we all need to be we have to, it's the weave it's the um yes it's the interconnectedness of us all and when we stop trying to be like everybody else which is absolutely mm. in preach incumbent upon us to understand we all have a place and when yeah. we show up as ourself that is the place that we're supposed yes. to take Preach. Not, not, <laughs> preach. <laughs> to be like somebody else because then I'm yes. trying to be like you and then I'm not myself. And it's like, ah. Right. And the, no. the human design mm -hmm. system is coined the, the person who had channeled it, Ra Ruhu, um, as the science of differentiation because it is basically here to show us how different we are all meant to be. Mm -hmm. And he always talks about the just the death of homogenization like Thank fuck all yes. of that like we Please. are not meant to Please. be the same no. we are not meant Ugh. to homogenize and when we do that it does not serve evolution it does not mm. serve it does nobody any favors when we mm. homogenize but it's this beautiful journey of being conditioned in a homogenous culture and then deconditioning from mm. that to find our own differentiation mm. and that's really like that's really, I feel the work that I came here in this life to do was to like understand oh. this system and all these other systems of self-knowledge mm -hmm. to help guide others to step into their differentiation, mm -hmm. to like fucking honor that shit right. because it's beautiful. Like, mm -hmm. and it, it's your differentiation serves the world, mm -hmm. you know? And totally. I just, I believe that to the core. So as you were saying that, I was just like, preach sister <laughs> <laughs> yes oh gosh that is absolutely one of the biggest tenets of this movement is for people to be who they are and when they show up as themselves i love that i'm like immediately i'm like whoosh, it's like a magnet it's like a moth yes. to a flame i'm like what are you doing how are you doing that <laughs> that's interesting can i talk to you can i you? can i share this with other people too um <laughs> because that's what, what, I mean, that's where we're going. We're, we're, we are going there anyway, where mm -hmm. we, it, the, the dehomogenization of humanity, of the collective, it's, I mean, it is happening. The, yes. as Sherry Salata says, the, the seat change is happening. Mm. meaning that that the patriarch is stepping mm -hmm. on down the matriarch is stepping on up yes. which again there has to be a balance of course there's not just the matriarchal society i mean there has to be there is a balance there is a yin and a yang for, between it's all of us it's a dance yeah it it's is a, a dance, dance and it needs to be know? a dance it needs yeah. to be the flow and that's to, the polarity that exists in the fabric foundational yes. fabric yeah. of the universe and like yes. even like the ancient hindus understood this in like giant scales of timekeeping mm. where like we've been in a masculine era for I don't know like 200,000 years or something like mm. that I can't remember exactly but we are Longer on the cusp alive. right now <laughs> <laughs> we are on a cusp right now of pivoting making that switch the pendulum is starting to mm. swing in the other mm. direction of the the feminine and mm. I, people are feeling that and it's yes. beautiful and mm -hmm. you know we needed that period of that masculine energy yes. to it have served a purpose it served a purpose mm -hmm. you know and now it's time to have the pendulum swing in the other direction mm -hmm. and do this mm -hmm. beautiful dance of polarity mm -hmm. as a collective and yeah it's it's it blows my the mm. universe is such a grand and mysterious place <laughs> and i fucking love it, it, it <laughs> what it a trip to be alive yeah right it is <laughs> uh because it certainly makes you feel like just like this little tiny dot but then you realize that tiny dot is the stardust that we all are mm. every single one of us 
that we all return. I mean, I believe mm-hmm. in, that's what I personally believe in. Um, I want to touch on something so interesting that you mentioned to me when we talked the first time, and that was about the, I don't know why this sticks in my head, probably because I love the number seven, that deconditioning can potentially take seven years. Yeah. To de- fully decondition ourselves from blank. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The truth. Tell me more about that. Yeah. So they say in Please. like Ra'uruhu had said that it takes about seven years to decondition, or maybe it was Richard Rudd, author of the Gene Keys, but it's because, you know, just like the cellular turnover rate, right? Mm-hmm. Like every seven years, every single cell in our body is a new cell. We are physically not the same person we were. And as we know, cellular, there's cellular memory, there's memory in the DNA. Sure. We store stress and trauma and all of these things in our DNA, our body remembers. And as we decondition and we start to create new memories in our body, new neurological pathways, new nervous system habits, and all of these things, and we start to process all of the trauma and the deconditioning and the limiting beliefs and all of the conditioning that we have absorbed through our childhood, through our teen, whatever, right? Through being human, And we start to kind of slough those off as we are imprinting our new cells with a new foundation, with a new belief system, with a new nervous system experiences. Then after seven years, there are new cells, right? Mm -hmm. And so we, we are shedding those layers and it's a slow burn. It's a slow and steady Mm -hmm. process. Like, and the thing is after seven years, after you've deconditioned, maybe your traumas from being eight years old. That doesn't mean that we don't absorb more conditioning and trauma sure. throughout our lives. Sure. And so it's a continual always, process. Yeah. It's not like, it's not like seven years, I'm done. I'm deconditioned and it's I'm clean. I am <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> squeaky clean. I'm fucking see the light, you know, <laughs> it's like, it's not like that, but it's this mm-hmm. continual process yeah. of sloughing off the mm-hmm. old and bringing in the new and re-imprinting yourselves and you're re-imprinting your DNA with new ways of being. And slowly and steadily coming into a new place of being, of differentiation, of self-love, of self-acceptance and love of the other. And yeah. And so I always tell my clients, you know, like, this is a slow burn. Mm -hmm. Come back to it as many times as you want. Like, I'll have clients message me like three months, six months later, like, holy shit, that thing you said in our reading (laughs) just clicked. And it's like, yeah, that's what happened. Yeah. Uh Which is, which is true because it means that they're paying attention. And sometimes you just like, you need something else to happen. It's like when somebody tells you something, you don't hear it. And then somebody else mm-hmm. tells you, you're like, oh yeah. They're like, wait, mm-hmm. I just told you that. <laughs> I, didn't you. I didn't hear it from you, but I heard it from them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the, the, the idea of if we, if we open up our minds and our hearts to, there's so many ways that if we don't feel good about something can we change it? Sure. Yeah. There's always, there's always alternatives. There's always people out there that can help us see something from a different perspective, get back to the mindfulness practices, get back to mm-hmm. coming back to self, coming back to mother earth, coming back to source spirit, apple, whatever it is you believe in <laughs> that is a, a higher, higher uh, being. Um, but the, the human design, um, can you, uh, you have um, the ability to share the screen. Can you just show like a, a little snippet of what a, a human design, is it called a graph or what is it? 
called uh yeah body graph or you could call it a chart human design chart yeah what a human design chart looks like this is going to be mine and uh i mean we talked about the big three and there's however many other layers um underneath yep yes yeah this is so helpful because there's so much information here and you know thankfully um, how to look at something like this. This is what you do for your work. Mm-hmm. Um, so what, what, I mean, what do you do? So people would like, both- we have the same incarnation cross. I just saw that. Is, okay. That is, that is, that is <laughs> besides the point. <laughs> Those are the the deeper layers I had mentioned earlier, okay. kind of like the dharmic layers. The, the incarnation uh-huh. cross has a lot to do with like our life's path or the energy of our purpose. Right. Ooh. Um, Ooh. But yeah, that that could be for another time. Okay, all right. No, I want to know now. <laughs> yeah, this is this I is. I can amazing. share if you'd like to. I I have. I yes. Tell me. Tell me something. Okay, so, Maya too. Yeah. So the right angle cross of Maya that is also mine. The right angle cross of Maya, and this is all about kind of piercing the veil to understand the dualistic nature of the universe and sharing that with people um if in the most simplest form mm. is, is the way that i could could describe it so um yes yeah, this piercing is very the interesting. veil yeah like simplistic. piercing piercing the maya right seeing through the maya for what it is um into like the dualistic nature of existence and the universe um yeah seeing through the bullshit how about that? <laughs> Girl, I've got, I, I'm, I've got a real good sniffer. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> that is actually one of my real good gifts. And I'm also good with seeing patterns. That's something mm-hmm. that I have uh, exceptional skills at, which I don't know why, but um, see, this is fascinating to me. So this, this is something that somebody can contact you and you can help them to unlock. Yes. Yes. You have your conscious son is in gate 62. Like mine your conscious sun and earth and this for ours are reversed, which is, that's why we have the same incarnation cross, but it's like mine over here is 32, 42 and, and 62, 61. So we have, we have a lot of similar, similar energy in our chart, but this here, I believe this is the gate of details. And this uh-huh. is being able to very clearly recognize patterns mm-hmm. and things that like uh, being able to recognize patterns and dismantling certain belief systems and things like that for the potential mm. of growth. And this also here, mm. this one is also about growth potential and being able to see patterns and seeing trends and things like that. And mm. so mm-hmm. <laughs> similar to me too. That's, that's so cool. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> all right. You know, I'm going to have to get a reading guide. <laughs> you know, mm. I need to know more. I need to know more about all this. Okay, girl, this is Beautiful. Okay. So Mm -hmm. if this is an idea for somebody to get like, this is, there's, there are simpler, um, different ones that you can see, but what you're looking at here is like you said, this is a system that you pay for that has lots of layers. And so you spend Mm -hmm. a lot of time looking at this information before you actually get your clients on board. And typically what was that? (laughs) Yeah, that was, that was like the astro view. Like, I don't know how to read Oh wait, no, that's not the one. Where is it? That was cool. I don't I don't know how to read the astrology stuff like <gasps> these things, but this is oh. like it layers astrology here with the um, like the houses and the yes. the that's signs like a birth chart. and that's what a birth chart looks yeah. like. Mm-hmm. 
but then inside here you'll see the gates of the human design okay. system and so this shows all of that but i i usually take this view this view is just like easier and clearer for me to read yeah. and i like to see yes, the body graph but this yeah. layers the astrological signs and the houses which add more nuance and flavor and color flavor, into the mix. yes okay <laughs> <laughs> okay so yeah this is why you need somebody to help help mm. you read this kind of stuff because i mean yeah i can be like oh okay well i'm a manifesting generator and, and like okay and i like re i respond my authority is sacral okay that means really nothing to me except for i'm just supposed to sit here and wait for things to come to me and then i can respond but there's so much more and that's that's what i want people to understand is that's that i mean that's not even like rubbing the top off the layer mm -hmm. there's like it's it's like you're just entering the room <laughs> yeah it's the <laughs> tip like, of the iceberg yeah, for sure yeah, yeah. yeah yes so this is why i wanted to have this conversation with you because <laughs> you're so fascinating and fantastic um okay so I, it's amazing that the time goes as fast as it does <laughs> And time is time and it time. does its thing it does its thing with or without us girl so mm -hmm. i definitely definitely want to have more conversations with you yeah. on this um this podcast i hope that i can invite you back and that you would be interested absolutely in back. i'd love thank that you. thank you um there's so much for us all to learn and we can all help one another um is there anything that like just top level, anything else that you'd like to say about human design or anything on your heart that you want to share with whomever might be listening today that could be considering, maybe I want to get a chart read. Yeah. I think that if you are experiencing a lot of friction in life, like you feel like you're swimming upstream or you're burnt out, burnout is not always about overworking. It's really about misusing your energy. And human design provides such a simple and beautiful framework with actually applicable tools that you can start using right away to start experiencing less friction and more ease in your life. And that's really ultimately, in my opinion, the goal of the system is to promote ease in people's lives. And like an epiphany that I had not too long ago was <clears throat> this epiphany of and I share this because I feel like your audience probably speaks the same language and yeah, I can get I into so. this like woo shit, right? Yeah, yeah, I love it. I love it. <laughs> human, human design, it being our energetic fingerprint, is our own unique access point to living in flow with the universal current. The universal current has, it exists. It's the same current that makes seasons change, flowers bloom. It's the same current that burst forth from the Big Bang. It's the same current that created the planets and the stars. Like that current that underpins everything in the universe, the Tao, your human design is your own unique access point to living in flow with that universal current. And it blows my mind every fucking time. Mm. And that it helps you live in harmony with the Tao. Mm. And that's why I fucking love this system mm -hmm. because it's a fucking psychedelic experience. <laughs> <laughs> it is a psychedelic experience where you don't even need to have any kind of mind, more additional mind altering substances. Right. Yeah, right. That's, that's the beauty. That is, that is spirit to me. Mm -hmm. The, the connection to understanding our place in our space and 
if we can do something to make our lives easier, more in flow, more to connected. feel more connected to yeah. one another, to self, um, then I say, um, I'm in for that. I'm <laughs> that. All right, my friend. Thank you so much. Thank you for your time. Thank you for your beautiful energy and your work in the world. And we're going to attach your contact information and you have your free master classes, which I, I cannot believe. I, I have to just, I know that I've gone totally over here, but um, I love that you offer your ma master classes for free. And I think it's fantastic. Not just because I sat and listened to myself, of course, for the ma manifesting generator <laughs> for nearly two hours. And uh, that you did this because you had so many people that were always asking you the same questions over and over again. You're just like, Jesus, I just put this out there and then you can get all the information, but you require your clients, your future clients, if they want to work with you, they have to listen to that masterclass yes. because they need to get the information because, but that's also, that also shows your quality of character because that means you're not charging them for the additional two hours that you could be sitting there telling them all that. That's class, girl. That's class. Mm. <laughs> Thank you. I want to say that. Just want to point that out. <laughs> Thank you so much. I lift up wherever I can. Yeah. <laughs> so you nicely done. And you also are offering a 12 week immersion right now called Frequency with Ellen Wong, who is a breathwork yes. facilitator. And ooh, girl, that oh, girl. She is two magic. Together must be like, pew. Mm, uh, it's pure magic. It is pure magic. Mm, yes. yes. Yeah. So yes. people can go to your uh, website and find out more about that. It's It sounds beautiful. You're doing very important, powerful work. And I want to be the one to say thank you to, to you oh. today for showing up for yourself, for me and for whoever is listening today. Mm, thank you so mm. much, Asa. Thank, thank you for having me. Always a pleasure chatting with you and definitely <laughs> looking forward to more chats. Oh my gosh, you know we're going to do this again, girl. All right. <laughs> thank you for your time. Thank you. Thank you. Talk to you later. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of More Moths to the People. I am Asa Nilsson. If you like this episode, I'd love to hear from you. Like, subscribe, follow the podcast, share it with a friend. I want to say thank you to Kamel Asli for his help with the production of this podcast. Without him, this would not even be in your ears today. I can assure you of that. And let me, let me say a little something about my friend, Gregory Paul Donaldson, may he rest in peace, who would always leave me with this quote. He would say, in the meantime and between time, whatever you do, do it well and then pass it on. Peace, and most importantly, joy. I want to leave you with that as well. I'll see you on the flip side, my friend. Take care.